eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. So let's let's flip it and talk about the defense because there's there's some good and bad with the defense that I know we'll get into and I think we could talk about the offense for a long time because this is what we've waited for. So good. you know, obviously we'll have a full full preview show of the Titans, but Derrick Henry's coming to town. It's cold, you know. Obviously he was a non-factor the last time these two teams played, but Tony Pollard had himself still a really productive day, um, and the the run defense is just not what it needs to be. The defensive line to me, feels non-existent at this point. Yeah. Okay. So I think we also talked about this in our preview show, saying, like, you you just lost Rashawn Gary. Preston Smith is, like, really only the guy. Kenny has been a little quiet. Factor. Yeah, yeah, quieter than we would have liked. And so this game was really going to be on the Packers secondary to come up with the big plays. And while they did allow some big plays – they also created some big turnover plays, obviously. So, again, I think it's it's going to be one of those things where you know coming in, like, the weapon. The weapon that the Titans have is Derrick Henry. So are you going to stack the box like, you know, you tempted to do against Tony Pollard but couldn't? Tony Pollard's obviously a very different back, I think. He's smaller. He's speedier. Like, he can turn the jets on. Derrick Henry is just – big and cannot get taken down like tackling is going to be number one here not great a lot of Tony Pollard getting into that second level and you know tackling is still an issue for this team I did like a lot of what Joe Barry did with moving guys around trying to use the linebackers right that he used Rudy Ford as a spy a little bit on some run plays and Rudy Ford was able to make so many plays in this game but Unfortunately, your Jerron Reeds, your Dean Lowry's, your Devontae Wyatt's, they're, they're just not stepping up in the run game. They're big bodies and they're getting pushed around by opposing offensive lines. And it's a lot to ask of the secondary. Again, they, they 
I think looked like they had much better communication in this game. They were able to hand off routes. I loved, we'll talk, let's talk about Savage in the slot in a second, but yeah, I mean, there were, the Cowboys offensive line was able to get some huge holes for their running backs. And that is very alarming. One of the things that I'm really excited about, and I know, you know, we don't want to talk too much about the Titans game is this, this team, it, it feels like a very winnable game based on what we saw the Packers do on Sunday. And even if Devondre Campbell comes back, which I think will help, I think that's kind of, you know, where this defense needs some support right now is in the middle. And I thought Quay had a really good game. Isaiah McDuffie is playing really well. The official stats won't update until Wednesday, but so far on pro football um, reference, he has zero missed tackles on the season, which is really impressive for an inside linebacker and, you know, somebody that's had to step into the role that he's had to step in. So, you know, in, in my head, I'm thinking like, you know, you have so many options if you have like, Campbell and McDuffie in some sub packages and then you bring Quay closer to the line of scrimmage and let him like send him on a blitz like those are the kind of things that they're going to have to do with a running back like Derrick Henry to just you know fill some of those gaps and I just I did want to give a little credit to Isaiah McDuffie because I thought he's played really well when he's had to kind of step in as inside linebacker four to start yeah the he is and he's depth like he's really supposed to be a special teams guy and he's really stepped up. I agree with you. I thought Quay had a really nice game. I mean, there's some rookie growing pains there, obviously for him. He's all of a sudden having to wear the helmet, the blue dot, green dot, whatever they call it, like calling the defense from Joe Barry. Like he's, he's taken on a lot of responsibilities. Um, and I think so far he's stepped up to the plate. I, I just really think this team missed. I mean, obviously this is such an obvious statement to make, but this team really missed Rashawn Gary. We knew yeah. they would, And they're right? going to all season, unfortunately. Yeah. Like this, this front is just simply, on his back a little bit. And without him, you don't see Preston Smith or Kenny be able to do much of anything because it's easier when you only have to block those two than when you have Rashawn Gary like speeding by around the edge. So I did notice it despite the win. I think I tweeted this out as well. Like we're not talking about the lack of pressure enough and how different this team is. I think the really big play that it looked like Jair got beat by CD lamb on towards the end of the game is like the perfect example, right? No pressure. You're like rushing for, they got no pressure. And now all of a sudden the secondary has no time. Like they all of a sudden have to cover, you know, one of the best wide receivers in the league and Dak had all the time in the world to get him the ball and like perfect placement. And it just is the, is exactly why, you can try to put a game like this on the secondary and they came up with the big plays, but without pressure the rest of the season, you're going to, you're going to be giving up some explosives. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yeah, and I mean, you see, you know, the results when, you know, Jair had a really nice PBU on, on CD Lamb when they tried, like, the quick slant. And he was just, he blew it up. But I, you know, when you watch those plays live for the CD touchdown, it was like five seconds that he was able to just stand in the pocket and it was stonewalled. Like, you know, he had all the time in the world to find his receivers. And it's just a lot to ask your secondary to, to cover like that. But I did appreciate Joe Barry, you know, 
we talk about things being too little too late. So thankfully it wasn't in this instance, moving Savage, getting created. Savage blitzed, I want to say at least like five times. You know, so if that's how they have to handle this without the the Rashawn Gary pressure is to send, you know, their DBs and get creative and send an inside linebacker occasionally, like, you know, whatever you have to do to, to create some type of pressure, because in one of those instances, Savage got close enough to Dak that he stepped into Kenny Clark. So if they can just, you know, get really creative with some of these pressures, that's how they're gonna have to do it because Rashawn's not coming back. You know, there's no yeah. way to just replicate what you're missing now with him. Exactly. I agree. Um, let's talk about secondary because there was a lot of changes, right? Yeah. Every package had a difference. So um, you had Amos kind of playing that like hybrid role. Um, which I love. Off, I which love for love. him. We lo- yeah. I mean, he's so, so, so good at it. Um, you had Savage playing in the slot, but then, and Rudy Ford coming in at safety, but then in, I think, Dime, they moved Savage back to safety. They brought in Casey on Nixon for in the slot. So a lot of moving parts, I think, for a first game of basically an entirely new base secondary, they played quite well. Like I said, mm-hmm. I really thought that like communication and route passing off looked smoother. Savage is still an enigma to me. Mm-hmm. I think what my takeaway from this is when you put him in the position that he's in close to the line of, line of scrimmage, I think he's a better playmaker, right? He can use his athleticism to try to make plays on the ball. Is he still kind of a poor tackler? Yes. Is he still getting a little bit whiffed on sometimes? Yes, but at least he's not, you know, last line of defense in the open field when that happens. And Two, I thought he just played with a lot more confidence. Like he looks more comfortable there, which might be, uh, it's probably a huge part of it, right? He played majority, I think, slot corner in college. It's where he, it's kind of, I guess, his bread and butter. So I think I'm on in the camp of leave him there or do what they did, you know, continuing forward until something changes. Because if nothing else, when you have a guy who, is confident in his abilities, he's probably going to make more plays regardless if he's actually like better at the role or not. Yeah. And I mean, I think, you know, it's a small sample size, so we'll have to see in the coming weeks what that looks like, but I do agree. And you know, the tackling is still a concern, but it's a lot different when you're playing slot corner and you miss a tackle five yards past the line of scrimmage instead of being the last line of defense and missing a tackle 30 yards downfield. And then it goes for a touchdown. So, you know, I, I think that's one of the things that they need to clean up. And maybe that's, you know, part of the idea, right? Is when you're talking about guarding the middle of the defense, you are typically looking at gang tackling. So even if Savage is able to just like, you know, kind of kind of chip it a little bit and he doesn't complete the tackle, there's typically enough, you know, help at that point with your inside linebackers and whoever else to get down the field and help make those tackles to minimize some of those big gains. So I did like it. You know, I'm, I'm curious to see them do more of it. And, you know, the Titans are kind of a, a decent run at this on Thursday because their wide receiver core is not that special. I mean, they, they actually are putting up less points per game than the Packers are, which seems impressive when you think about how little points the Packers are putting up on the season. So I want to see a larger sample size, but I did appreciate Joe Barry for, for getting creative with, with a lot of his pieces on Sunday. Yeah. Only took a season ending injury and 10 (laughs) weeks into the season, but we'll take it. 2400 sports is an odyssey company. 